Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a man who will bring up his 150th Sandful Statewide Super League game this weekend in Round 13. It's Central District's Luke Harbel. How are you, Luke? Good, Zach. How are you, mate? Very well, thank you. Congratulations on 150. It's a very big number. Yeah, it's sort of uh, crept up pretty quickly, to be honest. Um, someone said to me a couple of weeks ago that you're close to 150 and had to have a look through the, the budget to just make sure. Um, so, yeah, it's crept up really quickly. What does it mean to you, uh, having done it all at the same club, your beloved Central District? Oh, that's the main thing, I think. I'm, I'm quite a loyal person um, outside of footy as well and have have always had endeavours to be a one-club player and um, I wouldn't go go anywhere else in the SNFL system um, and don't really want to go anywhere else for the next year or few years um, in my footy career as well. Um, obviously, mm. depending on what happens with when getting a new coach and um, things like that. Um, yeah, 11 years at the footy club has been a great ride. I, I haven't had the success I wanted as a... Um, with winning premierships and stuff like that, but still chasing that, that dream. Yeah, most definitely you would be. Um, before we get to that, um, let's wind back the clock. And uh, where did footy start for you? Because obviously it wasn't in South Australia. And um, was it fair to say it's probably not an area where Australian rules is the number one sport? Or just tell yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my junior footy started in Griffith in New South mm-hmm. Wales. So I, I grew up there. Um, I think from when I was five years old to about 16. Um, so I started, I was kicking about five or six. Um, my dad works for the AFL, and I remember he started the Kick program there or, or helped help start it up mm. um, and then played junior footy um, with the Griffith Swans. I think I played in the under-11s as a six- or seven-year-old for about five years um, going through and then, um, yeah, moved through Wagga Wagga in New South Wales when I was 16 because Dad um, got another job through the AFL and um, ended up playing at yeah, Ganmain Grong Grong Madong for four great years um, and started my senior career there, which was um, memories that I look back on now that uh, yeah, are fantastic. <laughs> now, can you repeat the name of that football club because uh, it's a mouthful? Yeah, it's like Ganmain Grong Grong Madong. So they're three <laughs> small farming communities that amalgamated in um, 1982. Okay. Um, yeah, and just a great football netball club. Um, still great people involved. Uh, yeah, um, yes, yeah, like I said, something I look back on fondly. Yeah, do you head back every now and then just to say hello? Uh, I haven't been back. I've been back to Wagga. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've normally trained, I reckon every year in my career at Central's I've trained Gone back and trained at least once or twice at Genmain when I've gone back yep. the last sort of nine years, but I, I didn't go back last year, no. Oh, okay. Um, but I've still kept in contact with, with people from back home and follow the scores yeah. all the time. Oh, it's no surprise being the loyal man that you are, but um, tell us about the spirit of the place and, and what really invigorated yourself to pursue football uh, full on. Uh, from In Griffith or Genmain? Genmain. Um, oh, it's just a, it's a community where it was built on uh, the, the footy and netball, basically. The, the small farming town, um, 
everyone used to just talk about the upcoming game, especially the the derby that we had against Coolum and Crosstown rivals, mm. um, which always drew a massive crowd. Uh, and we played a lot of Sunday footy and netball, mm. um, which which was a really good thing. Um, and we had same day junior football on most of the time as well, so yep. we'd get huge crowds um, to games and huge support back after presentations and things like that as well. So mm. you look back now and realise how tight knit um, of a football and netball club it actually was. Yeah, most definitely. And then uh, I suppose that's the sort of club you were looking for when you arrived in the Sandful in 2009. What was it that um, enabled you to arrive at Central District? How did that unfold? I think there was probably a bit of a feel of that sort of tight country mentality footy club at Central's. Um, I was lucky enough that Jed Lawton, who played football over here for Centrals for a little while, mm-hmm. um, he was a selector and on the panel at Ganmain, and he's a bit of a Ganmain legend, mm-hmm. and sort of said to me, look, you should try and pursue um, yourself at a higher level um, to see how you go. And he had good connections with Chris Grant, the CEO, and mm-hmm. sort of just worked out um, that I came over and had a bit of a trial run because I was a no-name from country New South Wales and had a bit of a trial run and I remember Jeff Brown and Gavin Chaplin, our assistant coaches, were taking training and had a quick chat to Roy yeah. um, and basically had to try and get through training and <laughs> and, and impress, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I'll never forget, you know, Trent Goodrum picked me up from the airport and we did, I think we did 10 one-minute runs and we trained for about two hours and by the end of it I was absolutely knackered. <laughs> um, but Chris, Chris was good enough, like he got on to me. Um, a couple of days later and just said, look, yeah, if you want to come and move over and give it a go, we'd be happy for you to come over. Um, well, there's no guarantees or anything like that, but mm. the guys that I sort of met, um, and Andrew Hayes is another one, he was he grew up in Maroul, which is um, mm-hmm. a small country, Riverina town, and had a connection with him instantly there as well. So there was a few little network connections, mm-hmm. I think, which worked in my favour, but I felt really comfortable um, from the get-go. Oh, fantastic. And uh, then you obviously had to work hard to get your first uh, statewide Super League game because you spent the first year in 09 playing the reserves, uh, 23 games there. And then in 2010, uh, made the debut in round one against Port Adelaide and it was a, a narrow win and you jagged two goals. Yeah, I'll never forget it. It was um, a long pre-season. I think I put on five or six kilos with the help of our um, weights coach, Terry Whitelaw, who's a, he's a genuine genius, and he's still around the footy club, mm. um, and just had a genuine desire to work hard and, and want to make the most of it. Um, yeah, and got through the trial games and played reasonable footy, and, and Roy gave me an opportunity round one, and um, I remember, I think there was five or 6,000 people under lights against the Magpies round one, and just running around out there and thinking, geez, how good this? all the work that you put in and sort of the sacrifice you make to move over from your family and, and stuff like that and your friends, it's, um, it, it was worth it. Mm. Uh, yeah, and, and ended up playing a majority of that 2010 year and it's a pretty, yeah. even though I didn't get to play in the final series, a pretty special um, memory to, to look back on. Yeah, most definitely. Um, obviously a very strong side in that year, naturally being a premiership team. Um, uh, was it difficult for you to um, get squeezed out at the business end? Uh, not, not necessarily. Mm. I've been a bit of a realist for a long time. Um, mm. I remember Roy came up to me 
but just before the last round um, at training and said, yeah, look, you've missed out this week, but you're still in the calculations to play and getting picked in the 23 for the second semi. Mm. I was going up against guys like Jack Gunston for the last spot. Um, I remember Luke Barmby was in good form and um, a few other guys as well. Uh, So, yeah, you sort of look at it and and realise how strong the side was. Mm. Um, Obviously, would have loved to to have played and been involved, but, um, yeah, the boys got the job done anyway, so that's a great thing for the footy club. And your attitude there brings me to... uh, uh um, great memory of yours um, that I wanted to raise, and that was uh, the 2014 uh, West End State game when you came over um, for the Victoria to clash against the VFL at Port Melbourne there, and it was one of um, the West End State team's finest wins against uh, the old arch enemy, the Vicks, on foreign soil. And um, unfortunately, uh, yeah, you were the 23rd man throughout that trip, and uh, didn't quite get a get no one got the flu on game day so you didn't get a gig with the Guernsey but I just remember yourself it's selfless attitude throughout the whole trip and you're very buoyant around the team and uh, I think it certainly played a role in uh, helping the boys get over the line and you're just as much a part of it as the guys that uh, took the field um do you still sort of um have a nice memory from that trip Hubs? Yeah I, I do um because I know how important it was and, and how well it'll be reflected by the SNFL, how good of a win it was and the people involved, it's good that guys can come together that are rivals week in, week out and bond together quite quickly mm. um, and when things don't go your way there's no point kicking the butt bucket and being negative because it can send a snowball through any sort of group, it doesn't matter if it's that environment or mm. club environment or work environment, so you've got to try and um, keep up beat. Um, as disappointing as it was to be the 23rd man I still was very privileged to be selected in the in the squad and mm. um, I remember with Godsey and Bangers and um, Cots got to sit up in the box and actually yeah. um, they were asking a few opinions of the different things in the game and I thought geez how good is this for my development if I yeah, wanted yeah. to sort of coach and see it later on so yeah. still thankful for that opportunity that those guys gave me. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and so, uh, obviously, 149 games now under the belt. Um, uh, one of the finest finishes on the run in front of goal. I would have liked to have seen you play a little bit more in attack, but obviously Roy likes to use you with your lovely foot skills off half-back as well, where you're equally damaging. But uh, where's your best spot, do you think? Well, I've probably played my most consistent football down back. Mm-hmm. Um I was a defender before I came over here, played on half-back and through the midfield at Gen Main. And, um, mm-hmm. I think as a 15-year-old playing in the under-18s at the Griffith Swans, I was really small and um, had a couple of guys, Mick Duncan and Matt McDonald, who were senior players at Griffith, coaching us in the 18s. And mm-hmm. They sort of came to me before the season and said, um, look, do you want to play somewhere else in far forward pocket? Because mm-hmm. you get pigeonholed as a really small player and sort of said, oh, well, I'll have a go down back and see if it can help develop me as a footballer. Because we used to play under-16s on the Saturday, under-18s on the Sunday. and yeah, right. It was always like that through the junior career, I think, yeah. um, which was good. Um, but, yeah, I think in defence, I've, I've been able to have more consistent impacts on games. Mm. Um, so And then, yeah, Roy, Roy threw down the challenge to me just heading into the 2015 season um, after I was had an injury in 2014 um, and said, look, we want to try you down back. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a 
great challenging move. Mm. And you touched on that injury in 2014. It was a very serious one and uh, a lot of question marks at the time because um, it initially started off as a calf complaint, but it turned into something more serious. Yeah, it ended up being a, um, a blockage of a popliteal artery, um, which is a pretty rare sort of thing. I look back now and and, and think that um, it's actually it was a blessing in disguise because okay. after that I started to play my better footy. Like I mentioned about Terry Whitler, our strength coach before, mm. I spent so much time in the gym over 2014, 2015, um, mm. to build up my legs mm-hmm. and I hadn't really done that amount of leg work before in the gym um, and yep. it seemed to help so much and I've religiously stayed by that ever since Yep. Um, but yeah it was touch and go there for a while I think I only played half the season um, the surgery could have been tricky um, uh, had it have gone wrong but yeah the vascular surgeon Dr Rob Fitchridge is really good Mm-hmm. Um, and everything's been fine since, so I haven't had any Excellent. issues at all. So that being said, you've obviously uh, hit the dreaded uh, 3-0. Um, how much longer and how much left in uh, little Luke Harble's body? Oh, <laughs> I'm a bit different to, I think, how people think at age. Like you, you hear some people say, oh, I'm 24 now, I'm getting old and all this sort of <laughs> stuff. But you're, only, you're only as young as you feel. Like, oh, yep. I'm really lucky to lead an active life on a primary school teacher at mm-hmm. Trinity College in Gawler and yep. get to keep young with teaching year three um, out there which is a pleasure to go to school and work each day and love still love coming to footy, love being fit and healthy and, and trying to train and like, you, you try and push through training barriers or pain barriers all the time to improve yourself so I'm not, mate I'm one that's not going to look at age or anything like that, yep. other people might do that it'll, it'll, it'll eventually work against you but mm. um you want to go as long as you can. Like, I know I'm reaching sort of the, the uh, twilight of my playing days, but I yep. want to play as long as I can. Well, I'd love nothing more to chat with you in about three years' time, or maybe four if uh, for the 200 club, mate. So let's hope that happens. So. Yeah, we'll certainly see. Hopefully, we'll just go through day, game by game at the moment. Yeah, indeed. And um, obviously, the milestone game being uh, the next one in front of you against Sturt at X Convenience Oval, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to, to get Chalk one up. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Especially the situation we're in at the moment. Mm. We've lost, lost numerous games in a row now. Um, and we've been lucky in my early career that you win all the time, basically. You, Maybe you take winning for granted at times, but you're just chasing that winning feeling. Um, to the 30 minutes after a game of footy, or straight after a game, the, the feeling that you do get when you win's the best. Like you yeah. sit around with all your mates um, from the reserves, seniors, um, friends that come in the change rooms and stuff like that. It's just an amazing buzz, mm, mm. which we haven't been able to feel for eight to ten weeks, which um, mm. we need to try and rectify and. That's what we're hell-bent on trying to chase, the winning feeling again. Oh, no doubt uh, all of your teammates will be trying to lift in your honour, mate, because you're a fantastic club man. So uh, congratulations from everyone at Sanford on reaching game number 150 in the statewide Super League and all the best against the Double Blues at home uh, on Saturday. No, thanks, mate. And thanks for all the work you do with the SNFL. It's a great competition that um, needs to keep its identity. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate it.